Okay, here we are with uh, Senator Johnny Isaacson. I got to tell you, I heard you choke up a bit during the last part of your farewell message to the Senate when you talked about how much you loved your time there. Uh, what makes it special? Why do you have this affection for that body? Well, you know, in that speech, I talk about my favorite saying, which is friends and future friends. In the last 20 years, I've made some friends for a lifetime there. Uh, some of them I never knew before. Some of them I never dreamed I'd get to know. Some of them I'm glad I got to know and, and glad they joined with me in some of the efforts we made. So it was just a wonderful experience. Something that if you like, if you like governing, if you like bringing people together, if you like making a difference and making a result, there's no better result than to make the laws better and work for the people that you represent and the people of your state. And that's what I've had the chance to do for 20 years, and I wouldn't trade anything for it. Have you had a chance to talk to Kelly Leffler? And whether you have or not, what kind of advice would you give her as she uh, takes over in January? The same advice I, I got when I got in. Keep my eyes open and my mouth shut. Watch the people that seem to get things done. Watch how they do it. And then after you feel like you understand it, then start talking. But don't talk first and learn later because it's too late then and you'll never go anywhere. So it's obvious you can pick out the people who are getting things done. You can. In fact, it's easy to do. It's also the ones that work the hardest, but it's the ones that work the best, and that's what's important. Senator, you became a champion for veterans. What do you see as America's ongoing responsibility to those who have served? Our ongoing responsibility is, is bigger than our past experience. We've had a million new people coming into veteran services in the next 10 years. If that's, that's there's no other conflict coming about. And they'll live a lifetime. The vets that are in, injured today on the battlefield live a normal life, and most of the time, 70% of the time. Back in World War II, the 10% of them lived, and 90% of them died. So the, the commitment was there, but the, the demand was not. Now we've got a demand in much different type of time. PTSD is the major problem, things like that, soft tissue injuries they talk about, and then prosthesis to replace limbs and, and arms that are taken. So all those are expensive, but all those are doable, and that's what we owe. We owe the soldier every single thing we can do to make his life as it remains better and productive and more efficient, and he earned every cent of what, whatever it cost us, and that's what we got to remember all the time. But it's going to be expensive, and it's going to be tough, but we're going to do it. Expensive and tough. I mean, it seems to be an intractable problem. I mean, do you feel like you've made some progress? Well, it's tough because we've made a lot of progress we didn't think we'd ever make. We're, we're making, saving a lot of lives we didn't save before. The soldier injured on the battlefield in Afghanistan today went in 22 hours there in Landstuhl, Germany, in the big Army hospital we have there, having a replacement for a limb or whatever it might be. We get them from the battlefield to care as quick as any time in history, and good care, not just patch-up care, but I'm talking first-class care. But that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money. Of the things that you started in your time in the Senate, what do you hope will move forward? Well, I hope the accountability that we put in the system to make sure everybody delivering those services to our veterans is held accountable for what they do. The VA has had some problems. They've had some problems reporting. They've had some problems under-reporting. They had some problems not having enough help. They had some problems with spending more money than they should have. All those things need to be corrected, but there's a work in progress. We need to work with them to solve them, and as long as they're committed to doing that, we can get it done. What would you still like to accomplish? Well, uh, you know, I guess since uh, 1800 or 1776, Americans' leaders have been trying to accomplish thing, big things. This country was a big thing to accomplish in, in 1776, and we did it. And going to space in 1969, I never forget when John Kennedy said, "In one day we'll take a man to the moon and bring him back again. I said, oh, that'll never happen. Well, look at all the things that would never happen that have. As long as you can dream, as long as you're committed, as long as you want it to happen, it's amazing what you can do. And I hope some of the things most unbelievable today become the accepted thing in the norm in the future. 
If you had to pick a couple, what would you call your proudest accomplishments for your time in the Senate? Well, personally, when I saved the pension fund of Delta Airlines in, 19, in 2004, four hours before the judge was going to bankrupt the company, we got the laws changed so they could be accountable and held accountable over a longer period of time to refund their pension fund, which saved the fund. They didn't have to take a structured bankruptcy at the time, and they had to, today they're the largest airline in the world and the most profitable in the world. That meant a lot to me because 91,000 of the people we saved were Georgians who were employed there. The, the Kate Pusey case, the young Kate Pusey, who was the valedictorian of her class in Forsyth County, who was murdered in Benin as a Peace Corps volunteer. And the, the eight years I spent on that case were going to Benin, helping her mother and her father find closure on a terrible accident and helping make sure it never happened again. Those things meant a lot to me. Helping families and helping people is what it's all about. You spent a lot of time in your farewell message talking about cooperation and, and bipartisanship. Uh, what kind of feedback have you had from that? And are you beginning to feel a little bit like, well, maybe uh, maybe we've thrown some gasoline on that good fire? Well, everybody's been, want, you know, when you're leaving, everybody, that, even the ones that didn't like you, seem to like you. So they're glad you're gone. The ones you're there are glad you're still there. So, that's, you know, that's the way it goes. But I've had, we had 28 people make speeches the day I left and 28 more wanting to make speeches. And now over 50 went down and made speeches on my, of my colleagues in the House and Senate. That meant a lot to me, and I appreciate that. We worked on an awful lot of people, both in our delegation, like John Lewis in the in the state in the uh, House, and Saxby Chambliss, my best friend in life uh, from growing up. We worked together as senators, and David Perdue, and all those. So those are all wonderful folks I enjoyed working with, and we'll enjoy working with in the future. Uh, how do you feel about the impeachment process? It's not pretty, but it never is. It's a it's a made for order t- TV event. Uh, it's a word that portends whatever you want to if you don't like somebody. It's something you can argue about all day long and never really make a decision on, and, which is being proven right now. How it ends, I do not know, but I know it's dragging us down every day as two sides fight over what's the right thing to do. The country and the people in need of the country's help are struggling, and they're, they're having to fight too. So I wish I, as, soon as, as, soon as, as soon as it's over, we'll all be better off because it'll be behind us and we'll be looking to another day in the future. Remember this, we impeached President Clinton got it over with, and he served two terms and as president of the United States. So we're just going to have to work our way through it. And finally, how do you want to be remembered? I hope they'll remember that Johnny was a nice guy who tried to help and was somebody who was willing to do what they wanted him to do when they needed him. And then I'm home. My wife's going to know where I am for once in our 50-year marriage where I'm not downtown in some meeting or in Washington in some speech, but back home with her and the kids. Godspeed, sir. Thanks for everything you've done for our people in our country. God bless you. Thank you very much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.